Hey everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Grandpa Bill's Kennel Kelp Holistic Healing Hour with your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bill. Welcome, one and all. Today, I want to segue right in. I'm going to be here for probably maybe 25, 30 minutes, 40 max. I want to segue right in, continuing with our series recently of talking about military histrionics. My new friend Gary Case, I'm going to get back to. He's authored several articles. They get back to the Civil War medicine element. Probably in the next couple of shows, and I'm still going to. Talk a little bit more about Joshua Chamberlain from Maine here, Maine back in the day, the Civil War. But what I want to talk about right now is our upcoming coin drop at the coolest coin club at 7K about remember Pearl Harbor. And here's a little video audio to yourself, and we'll be right back. Sunday morning, in the paradise of Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, the USS Arizona sat docked among her fellow battleships, preparing to host church services on her pristine decks. That's when the world exploded. Coming literally out of the clear blue sky, bomber planes descended on the harbor, raining down death and destruction on the U.S. fleet and its sailors. An anti-aircraft gunner on the USS Arizona, Lauren Bruner. Was nearly to his battle station amidst the attack on the Arizona when he was shot twice in the leg. The pilot circled around to begin his next attack, and Lauren watched the fatal 1,700-pound bomb when it dropped 20 feet from where he was stationed, right into the number two turret beneath, igniting the powder magazine, instantly killing his best friend Billy stationed there. Lauren was stranded on the broken husk of the USS Arizona with five of his crewmates, while fires licked and snapped at their bodies from all around. A crew of a small repair ship docked on the side of the battleship spotted them and threw the end of a rope to them, creating a line from the doomed ship to the small savior. Lauren was second to last to cross that 100-foot line. He did it with two bullet wounds in his leg and burns across 70% of his body. Less than one hour and 15 minutes later, the USS Arizona and her comrades were a smoking, smoldering ruin. The great battleship that was the pride of the U.S. naval fleet was no more, having never fought a single battle. December 7, 2021. 80 years later, and the Arizona still sits in the place where she was buried. 
with the distant memories of the frightful day drawn to the forefront as people visit the ever-living memorial it has become. It now stands as a place of resilience, love, and solemnity, a reminder of hope to the human spirit that things can be better and that we have more in common than we have differences. There are only two remaining survivors of the attack on Pearl Harbor that live today, and they both have stories to tell, stories we would consider heroic. Their heroism and the courage of their fellow sailors must never be forgotten. Introducing a three-coin commemorative series from 7K Medals and designed by Miles Standish. The USS Arizona. One ounce featuring the USS Arizona and Esther Ross. Two ounce featuring the anchor of the USS Arizona and silverproof high relief vintage 1941, the year of the attack. Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, rendition 2021. Remember Pearl Harbor, five ounce featuring the monument and an actual piece of the wood deck from the USS Arizona, Minted 1177, with a number of servicemen still entombed inside the ship. Remember the Pearl Harbor, 7K, our next coin drop. I'll talk more about it when we come right back after this message. Stay with us. Hey everybody, welcome back, and let's expand a little bit more about the coin drop, and I'll get to that premise for those that may not be entirely familiar with what that is. It, it is indeed a coin drop, basically the short version of a little bit longer explanation is that adds to the rarity, the availability, these coins sell out quickly. I just had somebody ask me that the other day. And come to find out, they remember. It's just that they haven't had the opportunity, I guess, to get edified, or they were seeing if I was, or something like that. I just, and I think that was my friend Bobby. Hi, Bobby. I know you come through once in a while, if you're coming through. Bobby Martinez. So the coin drop. This, as of this taping, it's actually tomorrow, Thursday, the next one at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. And that coin drop is remember Pearl Harbor, the USS Arizona five ounce. Whatever anybody does or doesn't do, if you're considering it, get it on there. It's kind of like an auction almost. I haven't participated in it yet, but you know I can decipher what it is and what they do. They go quick. <laughs> they go quick. So if、uh, You're here for information on the collectability and the nostalgia, and that is your gig. Or you're selling them retail. You know, you have all that prerogative, of course, of, of course. So, if you're new, new to this information, 
that's what the coin drop does. They do them with pretty large degree of frequency, and if you choose to do the, I call it the basic subscription. There's nothing implied with that. It's just the dissemination between the two. I think they call it the standard, and then, like myself, I of my own volition, I took the full, because you can. Exercise it as an income stream if you so desire. So, dropping Thursday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time, the coin drop is remember Pearl Harbor, the USS Arizona, five ounce. There she is, believers, the big one, the coin you've all been waiting for, the capstone of Miles Standish's remember Pearl Harbor, USS Arizona. You just heard the. Audio of the video dissertation for the coin collection: the whopping five-ounce silver coin with a real piece of wood from the deck of the actual USS Arizona embedded in it. Let's take a look at this incredible coin. But first, set your reminders for Thursday, June 16th at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Remember Pearl Harbor. Five ounce silver coin, 2021. Remember Pearl Harbor, USS Arizona. Five ounce silver coin, PF 70. Year of issue, 2021. The country of issue is Palau, P A L A U. The mint is the Mayer mint. The face value is $25. The coin weight is five troy ounces. I'm pausing, ubiquitous audience. There's been invited, and if you're there, several guests that are really well versed in this, so that terminology and jargon and what have you might mean a lot more to them. With no offense to anybody else, I don't know who's listening unless you guys leave me messages at the message board at the show. So the metal purity is 0.999. The mental. Not the mental. That would be me. The metal composition is fine silver. The mintage is 1,177, and the features are ultra high relief with wood inlay. And again, that would be somebody that's familiar with the numismatics and you know into gold and silver and precious metals and know the lingo and so forth. So for the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor, 7K Metals presents a Miles Standish-designed triple coin collection honoring the USS Arizona, an American battleship sunken in the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Heart-wrenching accounts of men aboard are all we have left to remember the American lives lost that day. Now you have a genuine piece of wood of the deck. Of that ship to remember them by as well. Should you choose to exercise your free option to partake in the coin drop, if that's something of interest, especially in the ubiquitous audience,、uh, not to diminish my developing sales team and invited audience, but sort of knowing them a little bit as I develop my team, but I don't know anybody in the ubiquitous. You may be. A coin collector, a dealer, or whatever, and this may be something that you aren't aware of. So that's the whole premise of、uh, everything we do. It's a healing service. It's a healing service. I avail people 
information. I'm a conduit. I'm the guy in the theater that just tells you what's in the movies, whatever. And I just put you in touch, and you decide. It's really that simple if everybody sees it that way. I gave up selling a really, really long time ago. I don't sell anything, <laughs> and I don't want to sell anything. I just want to reveal people. The opportunity, because health and wealth are contingent. Whether it's this source or not, your choice. They most assuredly are contingent on each other. And moving forward, isn't everything going to be that way? So, continuing with the Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, Arizona rendition, the USS Arizona Five Ounce. Remember Pearl Harbor, December seventh, nineteen forty-one, USS Arizona, seven K. This would be a coin, you know. None of us can do everything that at the same time or whatever. I have yet to participate in the coin drop. I'm gonna wait a little bit on that because in ten short seconds, I'm gonna tell you what's on route in my own next coin, which is the animal series, and I gotta go check the email that told me which state it's gonna be when it gets here, because you know I'm not gonna remember. So in ten seconds, I'll come back and tell you about whatever state animal it is from whichever state that I'm getting next in the commemorative coin collection. And welcome to the coolest coin collectors club. With your host and moderator, Grandpa Bill, we'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. Stay with us. Dead air and gas will be.、Right. Hey everybody, it's Grandpa Bell, and as you know, the Kennel Cal Holistic Healing Hour. We do food for the mind, the body, and the soul. And one faction that I do is the program that I'm quite tardy on a little bit here. It's a knockoff. Of a structured program called Silver Sneakers, offered through the Anthem Insurance Program, and I go there for overviews of information to diversify my own routine, and then I just self-improvise and deviate according to my own. Capabilities within the you know the scope and the movements and whatever. So, what I want to do here is actually have us all listen to their audio, and I'm going to expand upon this in my own video a little bit later over at my Spotify audio visual. Podcast show. So, <clears throat> what I want to isolate is those of us that have knee pain, and I'm verbatim reading from the newsletter that I receive from the structured program. So, do you have knee pain? Try this. Creaky, achy knees can be a real pain in the neck. Find relief and stay nimble with these five simple 
exercises. Then there's a video with silver sneakers, the structured program with that particular trainer certified. And then it goes the gamut as deep as you want to go there, if indeed you want to go there, structured-wise with, you know, breathing and everything that we do. But I just do knockoffs, and you know, I just avail my faction of offering it as a value-added service. So, yeah, both options for sure, because it's beneficial to health. So explore more class options with them if you choose to go direct at Silver Sneakers Community, in person, and the virtual classes are many there, led by instructors. And then it even gives information where there's salons and so forth in your area, and you can, you know, attended by members near you and so on and so forth, which would encompass the ambulatory. And then we here do knockoffs for ambulatory and non-ambulatory, and we talk about nutrition, and I do workouts for geriatrics, silver streakers. So always talk with your doctor before starting anybody's program. Theirs, mine, or ours, or whoever's. Just a PSA, if you will. And now let's get back to the show. Talking about Civil War facts. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to the show, and let's talk about. I just went over and read my email that I was informed about today, Wednesday, about what my next state coin is going to be. That's on route via the auto ship program that I auto saver program. It's actually the state animal for Kansas, and the Kansas state animal is indeed the American buffalo. The official state animal of Kansas, the magnificent American buffalo bison, was recognized as the official animal symbol of Kansas in 1955. All state mammals, Native Americans pursue a herd of buffalo on the Kansas state flag and seal, and a buffalo is featured on the U.S. Mint's bicentennial. Commemorative Kansas Quarter. The American buffalo is also a state symbol of Oklahoma and Wyoming, and in 2016 was designated as our national mammal. The American buffalo bison, state symbol of Kansas, Oklahoma, and Wyoming, also the national mammal of the United States. There's a wonderful photo by Ray Morris. And I think that's available via Flickr, non-commercial use permitted, with attribution and no derivative works. So I would just simply direct you to the link where that information is, and that's statesymbolsusa.org. 
and just backslash symbol, and you'll find the site. And then nobody has to get their knickers in a twist about copyrighted photos or what have you. Continuing the American buffalo facts, bison, although commonly called buffalo since the late 1700s, the correct name is American bison. Close relative is the European bison. Mature male bison can weigh up to 2,000 pounds and stand six foot tall at the shoulder. They are the largest land animal in North America. Buffalo once roamed the American prairie by the tens of millions and provided a way of life for Native Americans and the Great Plains. It's estimated that up to 40 million bison once roamed North America. European settlers hunted buffalo to the brink of extinction. It's estimated that between 300 and 500 animals remained when the federal government passed more strict game laws. In 1889, in the past, bison were essential to the ecology of the Great Plains, creating habitat for other animals and plants by grazing and disturbing the soil. The tribes of the American Plains relied on bison for food, shelter, clothing, and as a powerful spiritual symbol. Though American bison are not in danger of extinction. There are indications that the present populations are threatened by both genetic hybridization with domestic cattle, a result of efforts to breed a more robust beefalo. God, in the early 1900s, and exposure to livestock diseases. The source and additional links and additional resources. At the description that I just—I'm sorry—the link that I just said, and I will put that link in the description of this show. Again, this would be another drawing board list for myself. Well, I, I mean, I've received it, and it's for my granddaughter, and I'm in anticipation of whatever the next state one will be via the auto saver. But I just love the history. I love the coin part of it. And I certainly love the hedge against inflation and the fiat dollar. So it's something I decided to do, and I just am kicking around this idea of anybody that might be—I'm calling it a coin collector club, the coolest coin collector club—and it doesn't have to be unless, unless you know, if someone wants to jump in that much, we can take it where it goes. If you do want to do something like that, I definitely would need an administrator. <clears throat> Pardon me. And <clears throat> that type of thing, if we, if you know, not putting the proverbial cart before the horse, but if that's something someone wants to entertain, I would never walk away from that. Because what I'm really looking for is the comfort, things we can do without necessarily spending the money. Unless, of course, your inducement is to do so. But we could have a talk, an informal club, a meeting, or whatever, just for the appreciation of the commemorative corps. Be them the you know aforementioned military issues, the presidential issues. There's many categories as well. It's like stamp collecting, coin collecting, you know, fine art, whatever. For those that do any and or all of the above, and no one preaches here. The old adage that's preaching to the choir. Again, you've been good to this audience. Thanks, everybody. 
So here's a little something about the Yellowstone National Park wildlife bison. This is just a YouTube video about the buffalo, not so much the coin. Until their vocal comes on, beautiful buffalo in a stream. Not sure where, and I haven't viewed this video. It may be unnarrated, but I'll stop as soon as someone starts talking. I'm watching it along with you. There's a buffalo being isolated now. A couple, three of them on the. Well, it's not so much the plains. But in the adjacent area of whatever streams being picked, beautiful. Now they're drinking water from the said stream. Indian flu, I believe, in the background. Beautiful. They're grazing on the grass adjacent to the stream. Looks like one of them's hide, or might be a little worse for wear. So apparently this is unnarrated. So let's see. It is a five-minute and thirty-two-second dissertation, I guess. So it doesn't appear it's narrated, but it's very depictive. Yellowstone National Parks, wildlife, buffalo, and bison. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Shows them grazing. So I'll stop. I guess there's not going to be a narration. But again, that's a YouTube video, and it's available on the StateSymbolUSA.org website. And that's about the buffalo, not you know so much this coin. <laughs> Just referencing some factoids that it is indeed the state animal of Kansas, which is my next one that's on route in my collection. So by the time you know I go a full year, we're in hopes to have all 50 states because they are based on availability at random. That's why it's a nice for me. I like the surprise and it's like a kid at Christmas, if you will. Kids from one to ninety-two, you know, not King Cole. But as I understand it, because you know I'm not a virtuoso in collecting by any stretch of the imagination. As I understand it. My own state of Maine, I guess the moose is like a real big deal out there. So I'm not sure if I'll get my own state coin with the moose on it. I don't know. I'll have to wait to see. All right, we'll be right back and we'll do another oh probably 10-15 minute segue out, and I'll try to cover a couple of takeaways for today's show. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the show. And momentarily, I'm going to talk about my new friend and war historian, being himself, war historian's articles. <laughs> I'm a fan. His are like unbelievable. 
unbelievably in-depth. What he sent me, I had to crash course them, and I'm going to go back through and definitely be talking about the lion's share of his very in-depth articles. So quickly here, I wanted to tie in another one of my recent acquisitions on the Collector Coin Club that's on route. With my state animal one that I alluded to earlier in the show here is the Lincoln Abraham Lincoln rail splitter, and I want to do a quick audio here because when I start to talk about Gary's articles, it's going to be about the Civil War, and I want to isolate an Abe Lincoln snippet from his articles in that time frame, and it all kind of ties into the commemorative coin in the coolest coin collector club. So, what I'll try to do is buy a second of airtime here, and hit the old magic wheels in the studio, and call up that video, which will be an audio here. Be right back. Honest Abe, most commonly known by the name Abraham Lincoln, from a beginning in what was once described as a hunter's hut, not fit to be a home. Would end as a great American martyr. Abraham Lincoln lived a life of strong morals, hard work, and continued education. Much like our beloved George Washington, Abe didn't have much in the way of formal education, but that didn't stop him from learning. He read anything he could get his hands on. That's how he formed profound respect for Washington and the founding fathers. They wrote the Declaration of Independence, which, alongside the Constitution, Steered Lincoln's moral code. He staunchly believed that the Declaration of Independence represented hope for freedom for all people, and that the Constitution of the United States must be upheld. Lincoln himself once said, "In this country, one can scarcely be so poor but that, if he will, he can acquire sufficient education to get through the world respectably." But we all know old Abe is a man of action. He proved his own statements by teaching himself law and becoming a lawyer in Illinois by the age of 28. That ended up being his first step toward politics. Eventually, he would earn his way into office as the 16th president of the states of America. Ladies and gentlemen, we are delighted to introduce to you the newest addition to 7K Metals exclusive, an American Life collection designed by Miles Standish. Follow along as President Abraham Lincoln tells his stories of rail splitting, early studies, wrestling, friendship, the telegraph, and passing the Emancipation Proclamation. An American icon, an American hero, an American life. Only from Seven K. Okay, that's our coolest coin collector club. My faction thereof. Archival shows. You can retrieve the information if you're interested. And a couple of different factions of from the collectible side. If you trade them, whatever you so desire. But more so, even the histrionics involved, such as the case in point here today. And over at my audio visual podcast on Spotify, I'll elaborate a little bit more because I want to start to segue right into. Gary Case that I've also been talking about in archival shows, 
And as I said, I digested his newest attachment to me via email of the histrionics that he's done overall, as I've said in previous shows, from the Civil War all the way up to and including the Vietnam War with veterans and so forth. And he is indeed a historian and a gifted writer. So what I want to do is do a little snippet from the very in-depth articles, multiple, some twenty-four pages of, and I encourage that. I have no problem with that. I'm that much into it. So real quickly, pertinent to Abe Lincoln from Gary's article, in a quote, not his own, that he referenced within the article from Abe Lincoln. Whenever I hear anyone arguing for slavery, I feel a strong impulse to see it tried on him personally. That's actually from a website called,、uh, let me see, quote-coyote.com. Within Gary's article, that just isolated the snippet about Abe Lincoln. Now I'll elaborate on that more over my audiovisual podcast. And、you'll probably hear that in an upcoming show here at the Mentor Moments. Real quickly, next up, what Gary and I will be talking about to some degree tomorrow. We have a behind-the-scenes little conversation, and we're working on a little something, and I'll elaborate on that more when there's a little bit more to elaborate on. It's just fodder at this point. So, one of the new medical practices at that time, the Civil War. That existed from the start of the war was anesthesia. Some knowledge of the disease-preventing qualities, <clears throat> pardon me, of adequate sanitary practices did exist, and became more and more prevalent as the war went on. The practice of getting injured soldiers off the field of battle developed during the war. During the Civil War, <clears throat> pardon me, one in three soldiers succumbed to their injuries. By the time of the Gulf Wars, flashing forward, less than one in ten succumbed. I'd have to have Gary do that quick math on the years from the Gulf Wars and Civil War, what that equates to. There was a day when I could do that in my head. The practice of using nurses to supplement hospital attendants developed during the war. The use of large hospitals within each reach of the battlefield developed. By the end of the war, saving countless soldiers from needless suffering, surgical practices changed during the war, but the use of some sterilization had begun. Medications became more effective and refined after the war, which much maligned amputations did save lives. Seventy-five percent survived. The summary of that. Article very much in depth from Gary. Maybe he'll be here with us to elaborate upon that. We want him to be comfort within his own comfort zone, but he's always welcome here as a guest blogger on air. <clears throat> We both suffer a couple of <laughs> old man syndromes. We talk behind the scenes. It's semantics. He's got me by a couple of days, so a couple of years, so. I'm the baby in the crowd between the two of us, if you will. I kid my buddy Gary, and I can already tell. I think I've had a handful of conversations on the phone with him, and several 
by the email, and his daughter was a guest on my show, like ten days ago. That's kind of what got this whole ball rolling and put us together. And pun intended. The rest is history. And the summary of his in-depth article, verbatim, from our vista of a hundred and fifty years of scientific knowledge, military practice, and empirical study, it is easy to judge wrong the actions. <clears throat> Pardon me, of those who led the Civil War. It is, however, important to realize that these men and women did the best they could with the knowledge and beliefs that they had and held. In our time, they would have rendered different judgments, and in their time, so would have we. God is that prolific. Can't wait to talk to Gary. Let's get back to the show. Pertinent to. Commemorative coins, Abe Lincoln, the Civil War period, military data, and so much more. Stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, and welcome back to what will be the close of today's show. And eh, we'll go as long or as short as it takes. I have no idea. Probably ten, twelve minutes. And if you are here still, thank you. God bless you. And kind of like the proverbial tennis match, follow the bouncing ball, all that kind of stuff. I, it's not so much jumping around. It's just that it all ties in because it's like a big jigsaw puzzle. If you will, so the military coin commemorative coins that I've alluded to and talked about both here and in my archival shows, and then over oh I don't know the last half dozen of my archival shows, <clears throat> I actually had an interview with this young lady, Rach Case, I believe is the proper pronunciation, spelled K-A-S-S. Long story short, version we struck a conversation her and I before my taping of that show. Different material, different subject matter, and her dad just came up in the conversation or something like that. And before you knew it, we were on air, we were ready to go. And she said, you know, well, on her podcast, they actually interviewed her own dad. About their subject matter, he grew up in the South, and her words, he actually was a racist, but he finally came around or whatever. And、uh, that's between them. That's what was said. I just go, you know, whatever, 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 whatever. But he is indeed not only a veteran that served, but he's a military historian, just virtuoso from the Civil War up into and including Vietnam for sure. And having had oh I don't know a couple three conversations with Gary and hopefully having another one tomorrow Thursday, I haven't had the opportunity, <clears throat> pardon me, to know yet if he's gone beyond, you know, the other wars. We certainly had enough wars for him to cover if he chose to do so. No, anyway, I I think he stopped, if you will, at the Vietnam War. So. Oh, over the last handful of my shows, we went back to the Civil War and talked about actually the inception of the American nurse as we know it, and that's very true. And the history involved because of the Civil War pertinent to that. 
And then he's actually—I don't know—I doubt it that he actually interviewed anybody that was. And I, you know, I, with all due respect, I don't think he interviewed anybody from the Civil War. I could stand corrected on that. And I think he did actually interview a surviving member of World War One, and I might have covered that in one of the articles that he sent me, and that we did on there. <laughs> and then I know in World War Two, the information that he sent me—it's just fascinating. And then that was indeed, and all veterans are, but that was indeed the greatest generation. <clears throat> and it gets quite into that, and there's good nostalgia, good factoids, great photos. And yeah, I got a little something about a little something that's way too premature to get into here, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. And Gary and I are working out a little bit of something. He has, well, he has eyesight issues. I mean, I don't want to take the liberty to, you know, divulge what he exchanged with me unless he's comfortable himself in doing so. But let's just say. We should have fun, and we joked about that. We're of comparable age, and I, at least in my own case, I even teased with my own optometrist. I think I slipped that in somewhere. I truly, I truly do have the whole package as we speak: deaf, dumb, and blind kid. And really, 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 as the old Who song went, I really did play a mean pinball, honestly, in the old days. But in any event, so Gary has. Eyesight issues, so do I. And I told him about I'm Mr. Magoo. I'm legally blind in one eye.、And、I flunked my day. My,、uh, what do you call it? My five-year review on my license. <laughs> you know the golden years, folks. It goes all good, all good, and everything's in the works. And I'm legal again. I drive here and there. I don't drive much anyway. So Gary and I have a lot in common. I'm not a veteran, and he knows that. But I have nothing but respect. And admiration for all of them, past, present, and future. We owe them everything.、And、backhandedly in the bizarro world, they didn't fight for you personally, but even you maniacs, if you're out there, they well, you have that right because of them too, as distorted and whatever. We owe them everything. So I love the history of it. I love the coin collecting part of it, and I just thought it would be fun informally. Now the balance of my audience that I'm going to reach is obviously people in my own peer group. Kids from one to ninety-two are certainly here, and according to the pie charts and analysis and all that on my shows and all that, and I take all that with a grain of salt, with no aspersions. But how accurate is accurate? But Believe it or not, the old man has representation according to that in all the generations, except you know the kid kids. I mean, they're not going to listen to Moses, and it's not like the others are listening. But the demographics, as you get to middle age or whatever, according to my pie charts and all that. And thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, thank, thank you. But we don't exclude anybody. I, you know, everybody's welcome. It's just information. It's just information. A lot of it's based on a lot of my own personal experience and having been in the business and all that kind of crazy stuff, and having my own products, past tense, and all of that. So I know a little something about a little something, but as the old adage goes, I probably know just enough to be dangerous <laughs> in a nonviolent way. 
So for me at this point in my own chronology, you know, I'm definitely marketing the passive and residual income opportunity that's available. And my other income stream too. And we'll talk about that at the business show, the CTFO. They're both MLM models. We've talked that to death in in the last few shows. A viable business model paradigm, not a pyramid, and all that crazy stuff. All documented. Products all attested to. You know, medical staff on board. We own the technology of the lion's share of our products and. In fact, we're releasing yet another one over to 10x Pure with a sleep aid. All of that we'll talk about at the business show. But they are both membership based. It's basically marketing interest levels in memberships. One's a wholesale shopping club, and then wherever and however and whoever wants to do whatever, if indeed they do, we simply present it as an opportunity based on your interest to do so. So this one on the coin collecting club, there's two subscription levels. If you decide to do either, one would be for those that, not to minimize the coin collecting per se, but it would just be disseminating that you're not interested in possibly pursuing it as a residual income stream and all of that, and everything's optional. So there's advantages, obviously, if you take the full membership, that the basic membership, standard membership. But we encourage, in both instances, in over at CTFO, I even lost count. We're not at a million wholesale shoppers yet, but it's well in excess of 850,000 and counting. And everybody's open if they choose. To come to the webinars and everybody is invited. You know, there's a tiny bit of a protocol. I have to invite you and all that kind of crazy stuff. But if you have an interest in something like that, you know, the doors don't close behind you and they don't. It's not. It really is not like that. I equate it a lot to like a movie theater. The door goes in, the door goes out. You know, some people might say so and so's flop. The next guy next to him, woman, whatever you, you know, that's the best movie they ever made, or, or whatever. And then if the studio's big enough, if you will, my crazy analogies in studio B, C, D, Q, L, M, N, O, P, whatever, you have options that go accordingly. Isn't that the way it should be? That's the way I've ever done anything I've ever done. I've always really been a conduit. I don't know. You know, my forte. The biggest, the biggest fallacy about me in the old days was. I mean, I had some accolades in sales and all that crazy stuff. It really, I was a far better marketer than I ever was a salesperson. But that's a story for another time. So we sell nothing. I've hung those sneakers up a long time ago. Really, I have no desire to sell anything. I'm just availing people options because I am a healing service. This is why I talk. Took I talk a lot about my main cross promotion program. We do these things for a different reason. The intuitives that have been blessed to be with, to include this coin collecting club. That's my faction of. But those that are jumping on board, including my sponsor, believe me, believe me, it is a hedge against it all, and you can make some money. 
But again, there is no pie in the sky that never was. There's no, you know, it's not just a genie or a leprechaun is going to. If you work the program, if you work the programs, plural, you will reap the rewards. One company's totally financially solvent. That's huge in any time frame. So these are just things to consider for your health, your wealth. We're going to continue to do workouts for geriatrics, nutrition, and all of that. Because through Dustin Sulak, my main cross promotion, that's why I'm a patient of his. That's why I took his certification class. That's why somewhere along the way that I've been talking about for a year, I am going to get the license from the state of Maine to be able to scribe, not prescribe. I'm not a doctor, but as a home healer, if and when and where. You know, somebody seeks me out for that. By being licensed, you have to be. I can talk about vaporizers, and I mean, I can talk about them, but not under the guise. You know, you have to be licensed. So that's on the proverbial drawing board too, and that will happen. That will happen. <laughs> Probably later than sooner, but that will happen. So these are all things. And real close, another couple minutes, and we'll close out. That's all I ever did in the old days, and believe me, when when a product is efficacious and it does resolve pain, agony, discomfort for animals, pets, you know, livestock, all of it, ourselves as humanoids, there was many times in my career, and it's not the competition under that premise. And if somebody perceives it that way, awesome. If it alleviated the problem, first of all, I would check it out, and many times I checked it out and had it for my own reasonings and reasons, so I could base it on knowing what I spoke from, because I used it and recommended it to my own pet. In any event, it was products I didn't represent, weren't affiliated with, didn't make, and I never made a product myself. I had good qualified help that helped me. I just had some pretty good concepts on ingredients that all worked out. Days of old, living in the past. Jeff Rosell, great song. <laughs> We talk a lot about the past. The past is gone. The future, the future, we can turn all of it around. It's completely upside down. <laughs> it can come right side up. It's going to take a lot of work, <laughs> but it would be good for the rejuvenation of the planet, which most assuredly needs it. In the Humanoid inhabitants upon it. We'll say bye bye for today, and always remember that BH Sales Kettle Cow Holistic Healthcare Products, Ada's Animal Products, CTFO, the coolest coin collecting club in the world. All of my goodwill ambassadors, and I have many. Word of mouth, passing it forward, paying it forward. My clients, past, present, and future. And the many intuitive groups, to include this one that I'm blessed to be in, we're also trying to formulate together to peacefully, calmly, with resolve, just trying to change things that have not been truthful. We've been malaligned and highly unefficacious medicines and a broken system and etc. With Nothing that would be counterintuitive to health, like violence or negativity. We all promote.
good health in all animals, their people, plants, and the planet, because at this stage, everybody knows somebody in pain, agony, discomfort, all of the aforementioned reasons, pets and animals. And if it isn't yourself directly, God bless you, and that's awesome. But you most assuredly know somebody that falls in one of those categories or both in this world now. How could you not? So by paying it forward, try to put myself aside. You know, I did my crazy Sally Fields impression the other day. You like me. You you really like me. That would be wonderful, and that's great, and all of that. You know, if you don't, that's fine too. Get by it. I'm just a messenger, and that's how I perceive it. And we can all be friends and keep it that way, and that's the way it should be. So, this is not my forte. Never has been, and it's still not my reason. My reason is it gives more exposure. To what I'm trying to present, well, car program is all voluntary. It's all if you want to participate in it. It's just an opportunity for deeper discounting to help us all fight what's going on. But it's all optional. If you like us, please share us on your social media. Follow us here at the show. It helps us with the. Algorithms in the search engines and so forth, because everybody does know somebody in pain, agony, the grief, the pets, all of us. Thanks, everybody. We're here Sunday through Saturday. We appreciate your support and hope you'll join us. We'll say bye bye for now, and may God bless. Peace, everybody.